Your attention, please. <laughs> the Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Brad, we got good news this week. Beauty and the Beast is no longer socially distanced at Hollywood Studios. What you what you mean to say there is Beauty and the Beast is no longer dumb. Hilarious, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was yeah, fair. It was great good, for the memes. Good for them for figuring out a way to perform that show when social distancing was necessary. But a hundred percent, a hundred percent. It was <laughs> silly. <laughs> Well, and okay, so not just credit for them for, you know, figuring out, but for iterating on the show as well, yeah. right? Because yeah. it in their in their defense, it became less dumb. It was still dumb. I don't get don't get me wrong. Uh, you know, beauty laying down, uh, you know, 6 feet from the beast talking <laughs> about how she, you know, just needed to touch him one last or whatever the I don't know. It's supposed, you know, it's supposed to be a tender moment and it just it looked wrong. Um, but yeah, they, they made the changes necessary, but man, I am super happy to hear that, that, you know, this is something else, uh, that is getting back to normal. And I, you know, I, and that's, I'm happy that the, you know, that, that we are able to get to that point again. So I don't know now, just, just tell me that, that, you know, Harmony Barbershop is going to be opening again and, you know, I'll be good. Cause you know, my, my kid's hair is looking rough. It's waiting and, on the barbershop to open. Yeah, and my my wife is becoming less and less patient with with that decision. She's, <laughs> she's been very my my wife is a saint because she has been extremely understanding about you know how important it was to me. You know, after after we got my daughter's haircut there for her first haircut, I'm like, well, he's got to have his haircut there. You know, his first haircut there as well. And so we've waited and we've waited, but uh, yeah, it's uh, honestly he will he will very likely get a a local haircut just to just to get all that <laughs> that stuff off of him at this point. But man, I just but there's still that little part of me that's like, oh, everything's everything's coming back, and you know, then I feel like about a month ago I saw something about uh, there being some casting for uh, Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, just felt like another I I I don't know. I here's the thing. If you're if you're out there and you want Harmony Barbershop to reopen for for your child or for yourself, um, you know, no no to no, you know, everything works, then what you need to do is Venmo me, you know, some money so that oh, I will go get my son's good. haircut because I guarantee you the day I get his haircut, the very next day will be the day that Disney announces the reopening plans for the Harmony Barbershop. And so, you can Ven you can Venmo me money too, and I'll do something, and then something else will happen. So just give <laughs> us both money, maybe Brad first, but me too, obviously. That's right, and and we'll and we'll allow Harmony and, Barbershop yeah. to reopen for you. But Our, in the in the meantime, <laughs> in the meantime, Beauty and the Beast is is back to normal. So. Uh, just, uh, save all those, all those funny YouTube videos, uh, you know, because you'll, you'll need the, you'll want the memories <laughs> every once in a while. So Connections Cafe has opened in Epcot 
Soft opened. Soft opened. Yes. And well, actually, by the time this comes out, maybe it really has opened. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They've, all this, all this Epcot stuff is, you know, interesting. But this place kind of rules, man. Like I'm super into Connections Cafe. It's it's kind of half a Starbucks and half a, a restaurant. What'd you say they smush together? Electric Umbrella and uh, Fountain View. Fountain View. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of a a two in one building, a la Cosmic Rays in the Magic Kingdom. But man, yeah, I I am super into this uh, place. Yeah, there's there are many uh, what reviews and tours and things like that uh, that have been done about this. And I I here's the thing: I will totally admit I got kind of confused at first because. You know, well, one lots review of people would have talk been about saying Starbucks. It's like it's just a Starbucks, but it's not. Right. Or they're yeah, or or they just got undoing the Starbucks stuff, and then you would see the picture of the uh, what the Starbucks section of it or whatever. And so I was looking at that, and I'm like, oh well, that's nice. But then I would see another review, and it'd be like reviewing the new Bon Me Burger at, and I'm like, yeah, the when pizza's did great. Start right, yeah. When when did all this start getting served at the Starbucks at Disney? Because I don't. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember that. And so, so, yes, I was I was happy when you did confirm that this was a was a cosmic, more cosmic race style sort of uh, sort of thing. Or, I mean, even what um, Sunshine Seasons, you know, where you've kind of got yeah. multiple things going on. Though I think this has got separate uh, registers and, and things like that as well. Well, yeah, you assume that the Starbucks ness is kind of contained because. I don't, I know that this isn't like a Starbucks as in this is a Starbucks uh brick and mortar but I would assume Starbucks has their own kind of register system that they have to go by especially if you can use your Starbucks app. I don't know, can you use your Starbucks app to pay at Disney? Uh I think you can use your gift cards, but I don't think you can Okay pre-order you know you can't use the the ordering thing or at least you didn't used to be able to because i remember one time seeing a really long line and thinking man i can just get around this i'll just order in my app and it was like nope you can't do that dang it i know at sfa uh i had to use i could use the app but i had to show the cashier the app and they had to manually type the number in like they couldn't scan the the barcode on the app you know when i was buying coffee on campus so I don't know if this is Starbucks run by Aramark or Sodexo or, you know, one of those type of things where it's it's the Starbucks badge, but it's run by another company or if Starbucks is actually sent. Or or is it more of a more of a Tarbucks like uh, Target? Yeah, which Target is is way more legitimate Starbucks than uh, a college campus Starbucks is. So if it is the Target Starbucks model, that would be great because that's basically a Starbucks. So according to uh, the random Google search that I did, you can use the app for payment and you can earn stars, but not burn, but, but not bonus, but not, but not <laughs> bonus stars. Oh, gotcha. And you can you can only do the free drinks um, and uh you can only you yeah so you can only do the free drinks at Disney Springs not inside the park so yeah a kind of a between in between yeah. of you know Target and uh, a full that seems like a Target yeah 
Right. Except I think at Target you can actually use your free drink. Anyway, this is not a Starbucks podcast. So <laughs> What are we doing here? Uh, um, yeah, we're, we're, this, we're talking about Connections Cafe. So the cool thing about Connections Cafe is in the original Epcot video that Walt, you know, did where he was talking about Epcot as a city. There is a Connections Cafe in that plan. And so I I like that even though, you know, Epcot obviously did not become that that they have actually built something that was in Walt's original idea of of Epcot which was a commissary pretty much uh, called Connection Cafe. Yeah, I think I think that's a a great nod and then you know you've got the the deal that was all over Instagram where you know the floor over in the Starbucks section has the uh what the kind of the outline of the original layout for Epcot and mm-hmm. everything. So I think there's I think there's a lot of fun nods here. Uh, there's a lot of stuff to to check out on the walls and stuff. They've got the show kitchens where you can actually you know watch them cooking and stuff, which seems really cool. This feels a lot like the the first time in a long time where Imagineering was given the opportunity to like have fun. It doesn't seem like a lot of recent WDI projects have had a lot of whimsy in them. And so even though this is just a, a restaurant, like this really feels whimsical and, and cool. And I th- I think that's why I like it so much is like it, it feels fun. It feels like there was some some stuff that was done just to like the Epcot thing in the floor. It That was done just to do it. You know, there's no reason to do that because honestly, most people who are there are not going to understand what that shape is. But for the yeah, people that do, that, it's meaningful. Yeah, and you've got that super cool and you've got that super cool mural mm-hmm. uh along the along the one wall and everything and I mean, I I agree and at first I was like, well, whimsy, it's not really but it is, but it's whimsy that fits within the Epcot aesthetic, which I think is also really nice. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't it doesn't look like this doesn't belong in fantasy land, right? But no, it, yeah. it fits not even in Tomorrowland. For, right. Yeah. Because it's not future it's not retro Dude. futuristic. Dude, What's this up? this is a thing that So Tomorrowland and Future World. Two areas that have very similar names but are totally different. This is like the perfect, uh, this is the perfect example of something that belongs in future world, but would stick out like a sore thumb in tomorrow. Yeah. But I also think that it has to do with, you know, um, what Epcot turning into, cause what are they calling it now? Like world celebration and the neighborhoods. Yeah, yeah. So they're kind of moving away from that a little bit. I you know, but also moving into it. But no, this this totally jives with that new uh yeah, cuz World Celebration is where this will be located, I think. But, you know, kind of with World Discovery, I'm not 100% sure where this actually fits. Um I think it's I think it's in Celebration. But either way, yeah, yeah it, well, it now works. I was saying Future World as a as a uh, old timey Epcot, right? Guy. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, you can't. It's that's not that's not a thing anymore, man. Come on, this was planned I'm so sorry. for this was Gosh. planned for for celebration. I'm so embarrassed. Uh, also, also, dude, I love that there are USB ports. There are plugs. <laughs> they will only they will only work for like a month. But yep. At least for a month, you'll have USB plugs. Plug, but the one and, thing that I think will probably last longer is the table with the wireless charging. Yeah. Hey, people who are going to uh, Disney, if you plug your phone in to one of those USB ports on the table and your phone pops up, if you have an iPhone and it pops up and says, trust this computer, don't trust it. Yeah, Something yeah. bad has happened. <laughs> as, a, as a matter of fact, if you look on Amazon, I think you can find a million different yep. uh, sellers and you can get it pretty cheap. I don't. What do they? What do they even call that thing? Because you know what I'm talking about already, right? I have a bunch of them. Uh, yeah, there are things that strip out the. Basically, you plug it into a USB port, and it's got USB A on one side and a female USB A on the other side, and you plug it in, and it basically disconnects only, the data. Yes. So a USB port, I believe, has eight connectors on it. Two of them are power, and what it does is only has wires going to the two power pins. So you can plug that in. Basically what you do is plug that in between your phone and the USB port available to you. And that makes it to where only the power, you know, even if someone has hijacked the plug on the other end, only the power will will flow. There will be no data connection available. Yeah, so uh, that's a good if way you're, if you're going to plug into random USB anything. ports. <laughs> Um, those are great to have because, uh, yeah, if, if someone has hijacked that connection somehow, um, that's bad. And so if you ever, just a, just as a PSA, if, if you ever plug into a USB port that's for quote charging and it says, trust this computer, unplug immediately because something, yeah. something has gone wrong. As a matter of fact, just go to eBay or eBay, go to Amazon <laughs> You could probably buy them on eBay too, but uh, search for USB data blocker, and we won't even link to one in the show notes, so you know we're not getting a kickback on this. But you can get one for less than you can get two to four of them for less than ten dollars, and it's worth it will, that. yeah, yeah, it's a hundred percent worth. It. In fact, the even peace of mind even outside, alone. right, right, and even outside of the data blocking, just having something that will. Uh, you know, like if you were to plug into a a questionable port and you get halfway in and some kid stuck gum in there, yeah. If it if it jacks up your you know, uh, what four dollar uh data blocker thing, eh, you know it, it sucks, but whatever. Versus your you know your one lightning cable that you have with you for the day or something like that. Uh, and you know if it's an Apple lightning cable, it costs you way more than four dollars. <laughs> to get it so um sorry yeah that was a that was a weird tangent that we just went on but 100 percent get a get a usb data blocker uh for your next trip if you're gonna if you're gonna sit down what because the buses have usb now this cafe has usb it's just a it's a good thing to have wherever you you know even outside of disney wherever you are get, get a usb data blocker. especially um, now it's only going to become more useful yeah yeah because there's only going to be more people trying to do shady stuff so anyway uh we were talking about the con man yeah, we what's happening getting... we're we're we are digressing quite a bit right but but with it with good stuff with good stuff 
Um, I will say that Disney Food Blog in their in their full uh, review of connections took. Uh, this is going to sound weird, but I'm just going to go with it. Took pictures of the bathrooms. The bathrooms look super nice in this place. This is a bathroom I want to visit. I think a good bathroom is important, and I will present Bucky's as a as a perfect example of that. Bucky's now, these got aren't, popular. These, these aren't Bucky levels. No, Bucky's level bathrooms. How but, could they be? Right. Bucky's right. is in a is in a uh, a field all their own. Yeah, but the bathrooms the bathrooms look good. I, oh man. Okay let's let's not let's not digress <laughs> to uh, talking about Bucky's bathrooms because so that's another toilets? subject. We, right. <laughs> But strangely, they don't they don't have a picture of the actual toilets. That's the there that's are no the toilets. This is a futuristic bathroom. Oh, I no no. This is no, the bathroom no. of the future with no, no toilets. No, stop, stop! Don't don't go down there because eventually you're going to describe how it works, and oh, nobody I'm wants to. I'm sorry, Brad. We, this is a celebration bathroom. I, I know it's not in future <laughs> world anymore. This is a celebration bathroom that's a, a celebratory, I guess. Oh man, yeah. No, we're getting we're gonna we're gonna end up with that with that tag on on iTunes that hey, says that kids can't listen to our show anymore. Hey, you want to talk about Main Street Electrical Parade and stop talking about this? Nope, nope, no. Because I do I do actually want to talk about the the menu because okay. okay. I was I was super excited to see the menu. Uh, you know, seeing stuff like that that Bon Me Burger and the other thing that really looked interesting to me was the curry spice pizza. Which I don't like the fact that it doesn't have uh, that it has plant based mozzarella on it. Please replace that with with real mozzarella because I don't need that. <laughs> Some people who aren't vegetarians like curry. Yeah, I, I love curry. That's why I said <laughs> I like this. Just not with that with that mozzarella. I I just I strangely want real mozzarella. But you know I I like this because it doesn't feel like cosmic rays yes or you electric know, even, umbrella dude even the kids mill has a grilled chicken bowl on it which seems you know kind of fun so this you know, of course menu, it's got the cheeseburger chicken strips pizza cheese pizza but it's got this grilled chicken bowl to to give it some interesting stuff for the kids this menu feels very world showcasey like yes. the in in Back in the day when it was World Showcase and Future World, there was at least, okay, I'll say in the 2000s because I don't know really with with any certainty what it was like before then, but in the mid-2000s, there was not a whole lot of cohesive theming or cohesive anything between Future World and World Showcase. And I appreciate that something in the old future world is very world showcasey because yeah, this is a quick service restaurant that has unique dining that is multicultural. And I, I think that that is a huge, what a huge landmark, a, a really, a really important thing to, to highlight because that that is what Epcot was supposed to be, you know, it was supposed right. to be this multicultural cornerstone, and I I think it's great. I think this menu is awesome, and I'm really happy that it's not just get Disney hamburger with Disney fries 
or Disney chicken nuggets and Disney fries and, and be done. There's a watermelon mint agua fresca and a, you know, curry pizza that's vegan and, and all this crazy, you know, like not crazy, but all this very interesting, unique stuff. I think it's great. I love it. Oh man. I didn't even see that watermelon mint agua fresca. I would totally delicious. Oh man. I love, I love melon and yeah, no, that's, that's great. Uh, I wonder if they have a so, one with Midori in it. <laughs> That'd be even better. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, that would be. I don't know. It looks like it looks like just uh, beer and wine. You bring that. This, this you story. bring the rest of World Showcase into old Future World. <laughs> I mean, they've already got beer and wine, so why why not? But and I and I also like the fact that if you if what you want is the uh, what the more standard uh, what did you say the the Disney hamburger the burger and, the Disney, and like. Chicken yeah, you strips. Can get, you can you can get that. Sure. So, oh man, I don't. Okay, so one thing I just noticed about that curry spice pizza, they put the word yogurt in in. No, is <laughs> in quotes. Uh, <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, it's in it's in quotes. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> well, it's like spelling it's, it's, crab with a K on a menu. It, it's it's plant based, so yeah. You're you, let's. I don't know. Maybe you know what you know what. Here's the thing. Before I before I knock it, I should try it. I would I would give it a shot. I've but, never had <laughs> plant based yogurt before. No, um, neither neither have I. <laughs> when it when it's in quotes, yeah, that's kind of a bummer. <clears throat> but anyway, so yes, connections looks amazing. Super excited to get a chance to try it. Uh, looks like they looks like they knocked it out of the park on this. Yeah, one. for sure. I'm I'm excited to go there. Main Street Electrical Parade is back at Disneyland. That's pretty and cool. Many people got you know. Many people are groaning, right? Because like, <laughs> well, okay. So the reason why, why, I say why that would is, people be groaning? Main Street Electrical Parade rules. I I I 100 agree, but I feel like. And and I do I do think that this is just the echo chamber, but I feel like I've seen so many people complain and they're like, why can't we get Spectro? We hate oh, Main Street on. Electrical Parade. It's so boring. It's so old. And yet, you know, I I watch the um the you know surprise showing or whatever at Disneyland, and those streets were packed, packed. for people wanting to see the Main Street Electrical Parade. So. Somebody is still interested in the Main Street Electrical Parade, and I am super happy to see the Main Street Electrical Parade coming back. So the only yay, the only problem with this is that it's at Disneyland and not Walt Disney World. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And that's the that's the thing is we're going to be you know we don't we've had enough things to get really upset about lately that we've really had to play kind of fast and loose with our you know, no bummers policy uh, that I'm just going to. Yes, I do. I wish that this was at Walt Disney World. Now, let's just leave that part here, because otherwise we're going to go down a road that is not going to be yeah. a beneficial productive road. Yeah. Give us give us nighttime parades. Anyway, now let's talk about the nighttime parade that is coming back to Disneyland. So I had before today when uh, my wife and I watched 
the video of this parade. I'd never seen Main Street Electrical Parade before. I own the Disneyland Park album from the like 70s. And I, Main Street Electrical Parade is my ringtone on my phone. Uh, but I had never seen the parade until tonight and or until this afternoon. So I kind of love it and I don't think it's boring at all. And I think it is a pretty, a, a nice change from modern Disney parades with all the little, you know, it, basically Main Street Electrical is a bunch of tiny floats that, you know, move around independently. And, and, um, I think it's, it's, you know, I can't say what it was like when it was new, but I think in contrast to modern Disney floats, I think it's great and, uh, it's beautiful. And the music is awesome. And I will go on record as saying that I don't know that you can beat the music of main street electrical parade. Like, it is very much my style. Um, and I am really happy that it's back. And I really hope that maybe once they get a few years at Disneyland, they'll ship all the floats over to Disney World and give it a couple years there, too. Because that would be awesome. Yeah, bring it bring it back to Disney World. Honestly, I don't know that those floats could survive another... <laughs> Are those the IKEA furniture of floats you can't move I from? I mean... <laughs> I mean, they you know they did it when they moved it from from Walt Disney World back over to Disneyland last time. But I just I wonder. I feel what like at the... some point those floats have got to you know you're you're dealing with one of those uh, what ship of Theseus sort of things like it, <laughs> when it is no longer the original float because all the parts have been replaced. I wonder what the refurbishment process was like for this. I don't know. It had to be it had to be crazy, but extensive they it doesn't it doesn't look old and exhausted to me no it, looks it doesn't it looks great. beautiful yes yeah and they've they've clearly done some updates here and there though the big update is the final float which mm-hmm. again like there have been plenty of times on this podcast where i've been staunchly anti ipification of disney but spoiler alert, the Main Street Electrical Parade is already totally chock full of IP. I'm here for it. And the 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 new float, like the or the redo of the final float is wonderful and I love it. This I is love, how you add IP. Yes. I love that and it's and it's not just they actually added two IPs, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they added multiple so they added a bunch of movie IPs. But then they also added uh, It's a Small World as an IP to it. And just, I mean, it was, I to, to me, it felt like everything I could have wanted. Right. Well, and consider, consider this. Okay, so our conversation about, uh, oh, geez, I can't even remember the name of the Epcot nighttime show. Um, what is it with the... Uh, Harmonious. Harmonious. So our discussion about Harmonious was, among other things, that this IP just felt shoehorned in. That this was just, you know, it was music from these movies in the in the language of the movie. So that's good. But Main Street Electrical Parade, 
the final group of floats, the finale, is basically just a here's you know here's a whole bunch of characters from movies and it's fun what they've done though is they've taken the style of the main street electrical parade music and they have added in the whatever the main themes from these movies but in the style of the main street electrical parade so if you're not paying attention this stuff these these add-ins would musically would go right over your head but if you're listening yeah there's a little bit from uh, aladdin and a little bit from hercules and a little bit from princess and the frog and but they're they're composed in the style of of the whole rest of the parade so they just fit right in they they don't clash at all and the whole theme of this finale of floats is Small World. So they've got a, a Hercules in the style of It's a Small World. They've got um, Coco. Uh, what's a... I can't remember they've got anybody's Anna name. Elsa. Yeah, they've, they've got, got uh, Mirabelle from Encanto, which I thought that was pretty cool that they had such a recent movie mm-hmm. um, already already put on this float. But, but these no, are it, all in the style of It's a Small World of characters and so even that even these other ips that are kind of all melded and morphed to become this small world style makes it fit in all the more like i think this is this is a really great example of something that you and i at least have been really rallying against in the in the past is this like taking these ips and just like shoehorning them in this was very thoughtfully done and very well executed and it and it works like the re- and it wasn't even shoehorned into the mainstream electrical parade because that that transition you hear throughout the mainstream electrical parade you know like right. when when peter and the pan comes by you get the peter and the pan music in the style of Main Street Electrical Parade, when uh, when Pete's Dragon comes by, you get that, you know. So as each section of the parade comes by, the theme changes slightly to acknowledge the film that's, you know, to acknowledge what's coming by, but still all fitting within that, that Main Street Electrical Parade sound. And they've simply done that, and they just added a bunch of movies really quick. But what you know if they if they would have just like if they would have just dropped you know moana and coco and mirabelle and anna and elsa like just the characters on this float it would have looked horrendous i think you know especially as close as they are but yeah simply by turning them all into it's a small world dolls it all makes sense it all just works so i i love it i cannot wait for the uh for the soundtrack for this one because i am totally getting that you know just again just for that that finale mix or whatever uh getting to hear all those songs put together and you know what i would i would even love to hear like a you know full version of each of those songs as as the main street electrical parade version of them you know so disney if you're looking to to get even more money I, I promise you guys lots and lots and lots of streams 
of those songs on you know uh, YouTube Music. That's that's my music platform. Jeremy can stream them for you on uh, Apple Music, which is the only one you guys actually care about. I'll stream them um, online all night. I'll put it right, on repeat. Exactly. I'll we'll go just, to bed. You guys can yep. have all the one one hundredth of a cent that I can give you. Yeah. So so please please Disney, go ahead and do that. But man, I was so excited when I saw that that float because that just and then and then the you know ending with the uh it's a small world building mm-hmm. like that was just it was so beautifully put together i i am a huge fan of of everything they've done here again the only downside is it's that i have to travel to california <laughs> to see it let me ask you a question is this a consequence of this being in california where imagineering is is this is is this as well put together and as well done as it is because this is Disneyland? No, I don't think so. Okay, I I don't I don't think that's the case at all because you know Connections Cafe proves true. that you true. know Imagineering Very can true. can do things uh, uh, happily ever after. You know, is proof that Imagineering can do things. So no, they can they can do it. It's just a matter of you know having the stuff available because you know th- this finale float is not a a brand new float as disney does they just you know reused a float this was the the flag float from the previous iteration of Ma- main street electrical parade they just they revamped it updated it like i said i think did a great job with it but if the if the bones are there they'll let they'll let imagineering have some leash if they would have actually said we want a new float though i mean guys can we can we we're disney you don't think that we can afford a car do you and chicken wire do you know how much chicken wire is costing nowadays and i think that'll do it for this episode you can follow us on twitter at mtm podcast you can like us on facebook at facebook.com slash mtm podcast you can visit us on the web at missingthemouse.co we'll be back next week with a brand new episode and until then have a magical day.